This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup with Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. If you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress, whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. So I looked up the definition of situationship and it says a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. Okay. And then they provide an example. And I think the example is perfect. It literally says, I'm trying to turn our situationship into something more serious. That is the approach. You know, if it's a situationship, you, I don't believe you guys owe each other anything. You guys are adults to your point. Mm. Why are we in a situationship? Do we not know what it is that we're trying to get out of this? Do we just want to be friends with benefits? What's up, everybody? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Coffee Breakup. Yeah, starring Marvin Schultz and Christian Vera. So the other day, we uh, asked some questions. We threw some questions out into the world, into the void. And we um, just wanted to see who see we would. Yeah, so we want to kind of, you know, give back to, to the audience and any questions that they may have. So we want to jump right into it to see some of the questions that we had. So do you want to start? Um, yeah. What's the first one? Um, I feel like one. men only pursue me with lustful intentions. What am I doing wrong? I feel like men only pursue me with lustful intentions. What am I doing wrong? Well, Without any context, um, what are you kind of giving off, you know? So I'm literally looking at her profile picture and she's, but it's her profile. Yeah. It's her profile picture. Can't see much. Uh, I mean, no, but I I would say, think about what it is that you're putting out into the world. Um, there's a lot of guys out there, okay? There's they're, They all have different opinions. They all go for different things. But it also depends on how you hold yourself and and uh, and what you bring to the table, I guess, or basically what you're giving off, I would assume. Mm. No? Um, but I also think it's how you react and act in those situations. Every man is obviously going to have some sort of lustful approach, especially if they don't know you. Yeah. You know, they either want to banter. They want to talk to you. They want to, you know, be flirty. Um and a lot of that comes with the you know physical attraction and kind of playing off of that physical attraction. Yeah. So you w- will have a little bit of lust, um, but I think it's also then how you carry yourself and then how you respond to those lustful intentions that you yeah. claim, and then how you navigate through that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you you've said it greatly. I mean, she's she's not she's a pretty girl. She's a cute girl. Um, there's gonna be guys who are gonna have those intentions, 
and you're going to get approached. You know, it's, it's essentially what you were saying is how do you respond to that? And I'm sure any girl, every girl probably struggles with that or has some experience where they get approached and they get hit on and it, it might feel like defeating if that's all you feel like you're getting. But really, you know, you have to just kind of shift your perspective and kind of, you know, put your best foot forward and um, and live the lifestyle that you want to, that you that will attract the right type of people. But yeah, a lot of times you're going to attract guys who will, you know, maybe at first they want to have sexual relations relations with you that's a lot of guys you know and i mean not for anything uh if like guys are a little bit of wired like that to you know to kind of procreate and have sex and you know be a little bit more lustful but again how, how do you respond sorry it's, yeah sorry. no yeah i don't think that you're doing anything wrong okay so don't feel like it's your fault yeah like um, you have to shift your whole life no yeah i mean just continue living with whatever values you are now obviously if you feel like that's all you're attracting then kind of reevaluate yourself. Maybe it's maybe you're kind of giving off something you don't even know, and that you feel like, man, I don't want to, you know, perceive this or feel like I'm coming off as this. So at that point, I'd say maybe self reflect a little bit, see what it is that you're, you're bringing out into the world, where you feel like you're contributing, what you're, what people see you as, um, and and it may not be truth to who you are, but you also have to understand that that's the first thing. So first impression, first impression is very important. It's unfortunately, it's kind of like almost it's a do or die, you know, in most situations when you first meet someone, but, uh, from there you can kind of control the narrative moving forward. So think about what that first impression would look like or what, what impression you're giving off of people. And then from there you determine if that's the direction they want to continue and then, you know, make changes. You yeah. To- and also maybe you feel like, you know, doing anything in particular that would attract these guys, but maybe just because that's all, you know, it's all you've known, maybe your family, or your friends, or your, that's kind of just the, 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 the echo chamber that you live in, that you reside in. So take yourself, take yourself uh, out of that and see kind of objectively, if you can. And it's, it might be hard because you are who you are, and that's all you've known. But objectively, are you? Would if think about if you were a, a good, decent guy, would get the men that you want to attract? Would they pursue you? You know, and take yourself out of this equation. I know it's a little bit difficult, but try to and see if this is the person. Would you date yourself? You know, and so kind of try that approach. Let's talk situationships. Do you owe them anything? Loyalty, respect, etc. Situationships. Do you owe them anything? Um, It depends how you kind of start. You don't know him. Well, situationships, as long as you don't establish anything, you know, whether exclusivity or any of that, that I think it's a fair game. I do believe even if it's a situationship, you want to have some type of parameters. You want to have some type of outline of, okay, like, what are we doing? At least be honest. I think honesty is is, is very important. Maybe you guys are just kind of, you know, messing around. But are you guys seeing other people? If you guys are seeing other people, are you using protection? I think it's very important, you know? Like, if, if you're going to be seeing other people, like, like let them know, hey, you know, listen, like, trying to see where this goes, or maybe we just fuck around. But we are being, you know, we're adults. We're two, two consenting adults. If you guys just want to fuck around, that's fine. But I think honesty, at least, is, is something that you would you would owe them, no? So I looked up the definition of situationship, and it says a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. Okay? Sure. And then they provide an example, and I think the example is perfect. It literally says, I'm trying to turn our situationship into something more serious. That is the approach. You know, if it's a situationship, you, I don't believe you guys owe each other anything. You guys are adults to your point. Mm. Why are we in a situation ship? Do we not know what it is that we're trying to get out of this? Do we just want to be friends with benefits? 
you know? And I think having that conversation, sure, can kind of then remove the situationship. But if you feel like it's going to continue being a situationship, then no. I don't think anybody owes anyone anything because that's all it is. It's a situationship right. that no one wants to take the step forward. And the other person is getting strung along, holding on, hoping that it could be something more. But now if that person is not giving you the opening to graduate from a situationship to a relationship, you're only harming yourself by continuing in those patterns because nothing's ever going to be defined even the definition itself something that is not considered to be formal or established so there's nothing established how are you now going to create th- like how are you going to try to establish things within a situationship when in it in itself it's not even something that's established sure i get what you're saying but even in so like you 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 want to set at least the stage of like okay what is it that we're doing you can be in a situationship or try to have some form of like okay an agreement but then again, yeah, you do each other. You do owe each other the conversation. At but least. then it's it will no longer be a situationship then. But then because a situationship is literally oh, this is nothing. We're just kind of here. That's but all it, it is. But but are you comfortable in that position? So if you are, then perhaps yeah, you don't. But the fact that you are asking the question, do we owe each other any anything? I think that begs the question of like, okay, like sounds like you are understanding that this is not something that you want to stay in permanently. So if that's the case, then I would say. Sure, yeah, you do know each other. Yeah, like they're an honest conversation. Are we staying here or where are we? Like setting up that the, the, the boundaries. I think if the goal is to leave the situation ship, then yes, I think you do owe someone a conversation because you have a choice of either graduating from a situation ship to a relationship. Yes, that deserves a conversation. Or if I don't like the fact that we're continuing in the situation ship, you have the choice of leaving. Right? Sure. But if you're going to continue being in a situation, it's it's a situation. We don't know what it is. That's why it's called a situation. It's a, situ- it's a situation that we don't know what to call it. So obviously, if there's nothing established, how are we not going to have something? How are we going to establish rules and something that's not even established? Because once you establish rules, then we know, okay, are we going to do something with this? Do we graduate or do we walk away? But the conversation, the honesty doesn't mean that you're establishing rules. It also means that, okay, like there are no rules. You can say, oh, well, we're, we're just doing our own thing. We can fuck around with each other. But- we at least we're clear with each other of what it is like that this is this and this is not going to go anywhere you know but you don't have to establish like boundaries but at least you're having that conversation right so but in this case think about it let's talk situationships do you owe them anything loyalty that that's not exactly that's to my point respect i mean i think everyone deserves respect so i'm not really sure into what maybe oh well don't talk to another girl if if I'm there with you, because we're in a situation, I know it's nothing official, but it's like, okay, so then what you want is exclusivity. If what you want is some sort of boundaries, you're no longer in a situation ship anymore. You're trying to move into a direction of something. So you want loyalty, that's no longer a situation ship. It's, there's nothing established. How are you, at that point, it's already a relationship, or it's at least in the direction of becoming a relationship. Loyalty? That's what you have in a relationship. Why am right. I going to be loyal to a situation? I don't know. It's not, it's nothing. It's not formal. It's not established. How am I going to be, why would I be loyal to you? That's only going to happen because one person wants something more. Yeah. Or maybe they feel guilty for like, well, I'm talking to this person. Like, can I talk? Well, we're not anybody. We're not anything. Can I talk to somebody else? So maybe she's coming from a position of that. So it's like, then no, you don't owe them anything. Then do you have to, so just like the, the, the example, I'm trying to turn our situation ship into something more serious. Well, then I think that's a conversation that then you would have to have because a situation ship is literally we don't know what it is. We're just having fun with it. Mm. And then if, for example, let's say me and, and Christina were having a situation ship, right? I, I, am I going to get mad if she starts talking to somebody else? I, why would I? Yeah. It's, it, I should have done something. I should have had the conversation. 
So I don't. She doesn't owe me loyalty. No, no, I agree. I don't agree that they owe you loyalty. But I mean, it depends what what the goal is. And I think uh, you said that's what earlier. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, you like that one? Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I, I, you know, situationships. Let me see what the fuck is this person. A lot of people find themselves in in these positions, and I feel like it's because one one person generally wants something more than the other person, and the other person is just comfortable with where they are, but. You got to have that conversation. Either you're going to move forward or what is it that we're doing? I think it's important, man. Even if, yeah, we're just, hey, I'm not ready for a relationship. You know, whatever it is that you want to do, at least be honest and talk about it. So I think honesty is important. But in the grand scheme of things, yeah, if you're just fucking around, you know, you, there's nothing established. You don't owe them loyalty. I agree. You know? I agree. I'm going to skip over the part, part, part one. We can go back to that one at the end. Sure. Um, What's your opinion on a healthy amount of sex in a relationship. I like that. I think it depends if you... I think there's variable factors of it. Do you live together? Do you have... Well, actually, I don't think if you, if you have kids or whatever, I don't think they should have any insight on that. But um, I think if you live together and versus if you don't live together, it makes it different, obviously. Obviously, But for the sake of argument, let's say you live together. Man, I think you got to have sex weekly. I think you got to have sex at least maybe three times a week. That's, the, that's what you think is the number? Is that your number? Is that what you think is healthy for you? I think I don't live with my girlfriend. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of what is in your opinion. You would maybe, well, if you live together, like, how do you want to, if you live together, you would know, you live with your What is your opinion on a healthy amount of sex in a relationship? Man, that's that's tough because one can say, well, we need to have sex every day. So what is what is a healthy amount? But realistically, it's, it's you're not, you're not going to have sex every day. I mean, I don't have sex every day. You have sex every day? No. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't see my girlfriend every day. But like, even but even, even so, no, yeah. no, dude, man. Like I freaking, I wake up at five in the morning. I go to the freaking gym. Right after that, I go work out. I, I I get home sometimes, dude. But then I think, man, I have to go to sleep at a certain time if I'm trying to wake up the next day at five a.m. You know, then bro, like for not for nothing, there was a last week, this freaking girl saw some freaking documentary, got her freaking in the mood, freaking grabbed me and fucking started doing everything at like ten thirty at night. And you would think, well, ten thirty is not that late, but I'm trying to wake up at five in the morning. Yeah, yeah. you know. And ended up going to sleep super late that night, and it's like <laughs> I felt like shit. So it's like, well, what what are we trying to accomplish? So I understand. So you do want to feel pleased, um, and I think uh, it also depends on just the, the current situation. You know, it, you have to be understanding and maybe probably make time for it. Yeah, so yeah. I think you need to speak to your partner of, of what that is. But um, I mean, a weekly healthy for amount. Sure. It's going to be very. You know, it's, it's depending on the person. But there's there is some form of like uh, 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 uh there's some number. It's not going to be. You know, once a month. So there is, there has to be. I, I would say weekly for sure, at least twice a week. I, I would say. So. Um, if you have to give a number, if you have to. Uh, you know what? They, they say they say something about dating. It's like, what is it, the 2-2-2 two, 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 two rule or 2-2-4 two, two, rule or whatever? That. That's that? like every two weeks you do this and then every the two weeks okay. you go out here and then uh, once or whatever you do this. I feel like you should at least strive um, to have it once a week because sometimes you do get it gets very busy maybe you don't even see your girlfriend sometimes it depends on your schedules i mean you maybe try to work around to spend more time with her maybe in those moments you do you do have that distance that, that brings you uh, together sure, you know, sure i miss sure. you i see you every day so sometimes you know i i see her and i just get excited just she's like one of my friends you know i'm yeah. really excited to see her just hang out and talk um and then i just want that you know so i think it depends but if i think if you could practice for at least once a week 
uh, at least once a week. I think that'll be at least every single week as time goes on because sometimes time flies and you're it's, like, shit, it's been yeah, like a month. I also think it's also, it's not, it's, yeah, the amount of frequency is important, but also the, the, the type of sex you have, how intimate you are, you mm, know, because you can the have quality sex, of yeah, the sex. Yeah, exactly. Because you can have sex three, four times a week, but if it's just a quickie, if it's just like, Maybe one person's getting off, the other one person isn't. You know, then is a really good quality sex at that point. The number you can be, the number could be as high as as anything, but it's not really you're not pleasing each other truly. Yeah. So if you have sex once a week and it's like an amazing, you have foreplay, you have everything, da da da, and it, t- it lasts and and you're bonding and you're like intimate and it's really really gets you going. I think that that one number is great. You know, but you want to have good quality sex. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you guys are fucking boring as fuck. You guys need to suck so at least three times a week, three <laughs> times a day, uh, every single day. And I'm like, dude, I mean, I got a lot on my plate. I'm busy. If I had more free time, maybe I'll have more more time to, yeah, to yeah. rub one well, up. I mean, <laughs> if you're on vacation, that's different. If you're on vacation... You know, then, then no, you wake no up, there's you no wake limit. up before you go out to eat, you come yeah, back yeah, from eating, yeah, right. <laughs> you're getting dressed, we got a yeah. shower, doing the shower. Yeah, yeah, but now, yeah, yeah at this point, you know, people have responsibilities, <laughs> exactly, yeah. dude. I don't even know how people find the time to do it. That's um, true. Please discuss, share on the topic of no contact during breakups, pretty, pretty please. please, for sure. We are doing that. Um. Man, I think it's very clear, and I think it's the only really way to truly move on is if you cut out all ties or all, all methods of contact. It's one of the you know very very important points that I've written about in my first book, learning how to heal a broken heart. Was one of the first steps to get over somebody is to kind of stop talking to that person, right? And it could be easy to like linger and like, oh, what are they, what are they posting? Creeping up on their story, you know, uh, trying to see their their tweets and stuff like that, seeing where they are, where they're going out. But if you truly want to move on, you said you made that you made that agreement. Like, hey, listen, I'm going to move on. I'm going to let go. I'm going to move past that. You have to cut all ties. Unfollow them. I'm sorry. Unfollow them. Block them. Email. So phone number. Everything. The whole shebang. Got to go. Yeah, I agree. Um, if something didn't work out, because think about it. Let's say you and I are dating. We break up for whatever the reason may be. So it's something that's going to be very fresh, right? Yeah. Maybe you need time to heal. Maybe I need time to reflect. Whatever it may be. Um, constantly feeding f- uh, fuel into the fire will never allow the fire to completely go out. You know, there will always be some something lingering where, and I'm not saying a positive fire. I'm saying like a, the fire hasn't like an issue. Like if we're yeah. breaking up for the issue, there's not enough time to heal. And I think whether it's to move on or if it's just to 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 heal yourself and maybe give it another try with the part with the same person. But you guys will never do that if there's constant contact. There's no development. There's no time alone to reflect and really understand whatever may have happened about the breakup. Maybe you fell out of love and and maybe distance you'll realize like, you know, I was just going through some something, you know. But I think if there's constant contact and there's always like that little refresher where it's like, well, I don't really have to move on. I don't really or or maybe you feel like you, you can't move on because somehow they're still chiming in into your life or you still want that. I mean, imagine in a relationship you get used to someone for so long that when you break up it's almost like well now i'm i'm where's the thing that i'm so familiar with that i got used to that i got comfortable having every single day or whatever and you have your your obviously your problems but then you reflect on the good times that yeah. you had you're like man i don't have those good moments anymore even those even if they were brief so i feel like completely eliminating um communication allows like uh, allows you to grieve it allows you to 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 feel to purge the to pain, mourn, yeah. and I think that it'll allow you to really reflect and and then heal properly, and then maybe so 
you can then have some sort of contact, but it's only until you both feel like you're in a position that you've both have healed and can have learned something from it, where if you were to move forward, whether it's together, whether it's just as acquaintances, whether it's just as friends, however you want to, it's in a place that you guys are both healed and comfortable with whatever current, the, whatever relationship will come from that. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. You said a spot on and, um, and, 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 don't fall into this game like, oh, I'm going to unblock him, see if he reaches out. And if you're going to be doing the, playing those those games, then you're not ready to truly move on. But if you're ready to move on, then you have to allow each other space to kind of mourn and grow and grieve, you know? I concur. Lovely. How do I stop attracting toxic guys? Um, let me see this person. Yeah, how do I stop? He's <laughs> trying to look at these people. <laughs> I got to get an idea. Huh? It's hard, you know, because you don't, we, we have no context. But I generally this speaking, is easy, dude. Stop picking them. Stop being toxic yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Stop picking stop picking the toxic guys. I mean, the the only way that you're gonna continue attracting them is because you keep allowing them a, a, a foot in the door. Also, you you have to be aware of some of these these flags and, and, and be aware of some of the cues and like to be honest, I mean, not for anything. Like I know it's different because we were we've we, we have a good amount of experience. But I can sp I can see red flags from a mile away, like on a woman, easy, easy. If I, I mean I'm not single, but obviously, but even if I meet people, and even not in a romantic manner, I can I hear this, I talk to people, pay attention to their patterns, to their mannerisms, how to talk about other people, how to speak about their situations. You can pick up rather quickly a character of somebody and who they are. So before you even move on to all these things, like you can spot somebody who's not healthy from a mile away. I yeah. believe so, and then. Just Walk the other way. Yeah, uh, we had said it with um, Dr. Dorenzo. Um, I don't know if that's going to be before or after this episode comes out. But um, yeah, I, I think you just have to live the life that you want to live and whatever your, those values are. And I feel like if you're going to be a toxic person, you're obviously going to be attracting those people. Um, you're in more control than what you think. I feel like you might need to tighten uh, this one right here. You're in more control. Yeah, you're in a little bit more control than you think. So d don't think that because you know you're you're all I do is attract toxic guys. Well, think about what it is that's drawing these guys in. What am I doing? Similar to the first question that we had. What am I putting out there that's allowing these toxic guys to say, ah, that's the one. Yeah. Also, how do you know that they're toxic? You know what? I feel like you have experience in knowing what a toxic person is. If you feel like that's all you're attracting, what are they giving off that's toxic? Uh, so yeah, I feel like that's what it is. I feel like you're in more, much more control. And if you feel like that's all you're attracting, self-reflect, see what it is that's going on because you're obviously giving them the time of the day. If you feel like that's all you're, you're bringing into your life. It's, it's amazing how, how many great people you can attract when you have a great mentality, when you are a great person, think about all the people that you are, you're a great person yourself. Think about all the great people you have in your life. It's not coincidence that you surround yourself with those people it's because you are, and you, you, you attract those type of people. And, you know, we've said it all the time, but it's really that that simple. It's who who you are is what you're going to allow in your life. Who's, who are you going to provide in your life? Well, we said with uh, Dr. D, um, D, create a list of everything that you want on a partner and become that partner. Become that person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's when you're, you're going to start attracting those people with the same qualities. I like that. Dating and work slash, slash gym slash class. I've always been an advocate for not for don't shit where you eat. But... Looks like yeah. Does he this person? No, they only responded once. I, I, guess I think I that maybe we have something in our DMs. Let me check. Uh, nope. 
Nothing. Yeah. Okay. So this person. Oh, anyways, yeah. dating at work, gym, class. I've always been an advocate uh, for don't shit where you eat, but clearly, you know, he's probably second guessing, or someone else has has had comments. Yeah. I mean, listen. I mean, depending on like your surroundings and your what peer group you are, there's only so many people you're gonna be able to meet. And chances are you'll meet them either at work or in school or maybe at the gym. So, I mean. That's a, it's, a, it's an organic way to meet people, and we've always talked. We just talked about it: meeting people organically, meeting people naturally. So, a work is tricky. I don't like doing that. I don't think I've ever done that. So that's a good thing. Uh, class, I feel like. I mean, I don't think that's you know, you're, depending on how old this person is. If you're in school, you're gonna meet people with the same age group, same same interests, same passions. You're gonna date the same people you're gonna be in class with. You know, in worst case, you switch the class. I don't think that's that big of a deal. Work is a little bit trickier. I wouldn't recommend that and the gym and most places won't even let you at work yeah most people most places won't even allow you to date someone at work well at least within the same vicinity as you so i mean there's a reason why you don't do that you know you you don't want to bring in uh personal issues into yeah. the work environment you don't want to imagine you start dating someone that's going to the gym and then you guys break up what do you, do you still go to the gym or do you feel like you have to switch gyms with class you're going to class and then you you start dating someone you guys break up you see them every day still is that going to affect the, your uh, coursework yeah. uh, at work are those issues going to be involved so let's say for example i'm dealing with a client or maybe i don't know you work with your your significant other and then they look at you talking to someone uh, uh you know that's probably better looking than them and you're like oh what were you guys what did that person want like that starts to now seep into the work. That's why you don't shit where you eat because it could affect exactly what it is that you're eating. Um, my opinion is, yeah, well, try to avoid it. And if you can, you know, make the make the, the, the changes necessary because it really will become, it may sound great now. Like just like you said, oh, we're in the same group and the same age group, whatever. Um, and you see them every day, it's organic. But think of what could happen if it does go south i mean you don't want to think about that but uh you do want to be able to uh, uh compart compartmentalize yeah uh, both of those so then they don't kind of seep or i think it also together. it depends also in, to, in what capacity you guys you know work or, or or interact if there's a way for you to create distance if it doesn't go well you know that makes things a little bit easier it's tough like i would highly advise against dating like a supervisor or superior because hmm. that's really where you know, you can get in trouble and stuff like that. Like that. Like, what if things don't work out? It's retaliation or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. So that would be uh, highly uh, not advisable. But again, it's what you were saying. If you can avoid it, great. You know, if not, make sure you have an exit strategy. I mean, there there's a reason why they they don't they don't really allow that. Yeah. Well, it's usually they don't allow it for you to, for a superior to date somebody who's a supporter. No, but, but if you're on the same set, like I mean, it depends on the, the job, maybe perhaps, but. I know people who date, they're on the same like level and that's permitted. Do they work together? Yeah, they work together. I guess it depends on the, on the field. Yeah. Or, the or, or then, and or the necessity of the type of industry. Yeah. Um, cause I'm thinking, dude, if, if, if in my, Maybe my in job, if I to date someone that I'm working directly with, I mean, again, if it were to go South, how is that going to affect the clients? I was like, what, what if we leave to go to lunch somewhere where they're freaking eating, you know, just on a date at that point they're like yo where are you guys at like we need you guys both here no you guys can go go out together because of you know it's yeah but that's not really because you guys are romantically involved you guys are choosing to go and break together which maybe you guys aren't able to no but i'm saying that that if you are dating someone who's at your job because yeah you could still like go out while they're somewhere else if they can meet up with you yeah. but if you guys are constantly together at work it's like 
it's only going to happen more often because you guys are both there at the same time. You yeah. guys are both going to have to eat at the same time. Like if they're working somewhere else, they're going to have their own lunch schedules. It's not like they're going to stop what they're doing and come to see you. So then you can go out and have lunch. So it's yeah. like those things where it's like, it can really interfere with, uh, yeah, where it can cause, uh, more trouble than it's worth for sure. All right. Um, yeah. is it true that a guy will only know after sex if he wants something serious with this girl? With a girl, maybe. Um, I mean, to be honest, I think sex is important. And I think, um, I think having sex uh, at the beginning, like after the first couple of dates, yeah, you want to know. Because imagine, bro, like, imagine the, the sex is terrible. Are you going to continue to date this person? Probably not, dude. Yeah, but she's saying it more of a, uh, Want the guy like the guy like he he'll know after um yeah i'm saying before you have sex are you gonna like are you gonna yeah, but the woman you could just say say the same thing about a woman and that's not the the point and i know exactly where she's leaning with this because you should probably you probably already saw the video too of andrew schultz he said it best that men have this thing called post nut clarity okay yeah, that. that once the guy busts a nut um Things kind of get put into perspective, you know? Do I really like this person? Was I just super horny at the time and I just wanted to get a nut off and this was the first person that, that I came across? You've never had post-nut clarity? I mean, of course, sure. and But I don't know if that's would be applicable like to date somebody permanent, like in that situation. Well, this is, is it true that a guy will only know after sex if he wants something serious with this girl? I mean, if you look at it as approach as, well, yeah, sex is important, of course. I mean, it. I feel like it'll add to the relationship and if it's bad then that can also be very detrimental to the relationship but i feel like i think the question is if once the guy busts if he's gonna be like well is this something like do i really want to continue or did i not really care about this girl did i just want to get a nut off and i feel like that's kind of what happens because a lot of guys will get into it they start talking to the girl and then they finally have sex and then they finally got it off and they're like I, mean, Fuck it, yeah. I thought I would feel a little bit more because yeah, because think about it you build up this, this and that's exactly what Andrew Schultz says it's not that he wants to be a dick about it and it's true because you really are chasing this girl and you're like man I really wonder and, I, and she's interesting I'm going out with her and then you finally have the moment that you have sex and you're like damn I thought it, I thought it would feel something a little bit more mm -hmm. something against the girl it's just damn, I, I thought I was going to feel something and you didn't yeah post not clarity is uh, a real thing yeah so i mean i think that's what it is i mean it, it, i feel like it, it is it is true so it, it's nothing against you but it could be that the guy maybe he was really after you and he yeah, finally he busted and he yeah he probably just realized that you know i thought this was going to be more he just didn't feel anything it's happened to me yeah i'm trying to think of yeah i could see that has it happened to you where yeah, you yeah, probably after some girl and you finally did it and you're like i thought this i thought i'd feel something else but then no i think at the time i i knew that okay like I probably just wanted to like. Fuck. Oh really? Yeah. Oh no, I've had instances that I was chasing, yeah. chasing, and then I finally did, and I'm like, this no, then no, no, like maybe the sex, but it w then things didn't end. But what they did end, but not because of this. Like oh, okay, now I have clarity that oh, I know I don't want to be with this person. No, I understand. So. We're talking about different things. Then. Yeah, yeah. All right. What's the other? I think we had one. We had the part, 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 part. Oh boy. You want me uh, to read it? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Where is this at? Okay. Part one. Okay. Baby daddy has been with girlfriend for eight years. We've never met her. 
Yet her mother always buys my daughter gifts for holidays and birthdays. Whenever he hangs out with my daughter, he's typically always flirty towards me and recently tried to have sex with me. When I mentioned his girlfriend, when, when I mentioned his girlfriend, he said, I don't know about her anymore. Um, and disclosed how he was a bit unhappy with her. I didn't sleep with him, but I also don't understand why we haven't always met her. What? Why we haven't also met her since they've been together for eight years. How have you not met? He's been with his girlfriend for eight years. You've never met her? Her mother, baby daddy has been with his girlfriend for eight years, yet we've never met her yet. Her mother always buys my daughter gifts for holidays and birthdays whenever he hangs out with. I have no idea. The important question, like how do you, you have a kid with this person, presumably he has her at some weekends or whatever. He spends time with her. You've never met that the girlfriend? That's weird to me to begin with, but that's odd. My daughter, he, he's always typically always flirty towards me and recently, I mean, it's a baby daddy. Of course he's going to, I mean, there's, clearly there's still a little bit of thing there where he keeps trying to dabble back in and like sure, flirt yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, of his child. Uh, I don't know about her anymore. Uh, yo, he was a bit unhappy with her. I didn't sleep with him, but also don't understand why we haven't also met her since they've been together for eight years. Yeah, bro, because he wants it. It sounds like he probably wants his cake and he wants to eat it too. He wants to make sure that it stays separate. So, if, I mean, imagine why would he want you guys to meet if he's trying to still hook up with you? That would be odd. Exactly, because then you guys are not going to form a relationship because that's what you should do. I mean, especially if, I mean, it's baby daddy. Like now my child is with the baby daddy and the girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. Like, but then it's your responsibility to say, Hey, listen, I, I need to meet this person. Yeah. But I feel like he's now, he's the one that's trying to like, no, no, like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wants to fucking fuck around right. or, or have that opening if ever necessary. And he'll probably say, Oh, I'm not as happy, but that's what he's telling. I you. got it now. I got it. Easy. Um, so why you guys haven't met clearly because he wants to keep it separate because he does, he wants to be able to, uh, obviously have his girlfriend eight years, you know, he's been comfortable there, but why not still try if I have the opportunity with, uh, the person who brought the child into this world that we brought it together. I feel like, yeah, he's just trying to have his cake and eat it too. He's yeah. trying to flirt around with you yet also flirt with her because the moment that you guys meet, you guys form a relationship, whether it's a good one or a bad one, you guys can always communicate behind each other's back mm. and he wants to avoid it. The fact that he's trying to, you know, still have sex with you. Sketchy. Who's to say that he, that you're not going to run and tell her if you have the relationship. If you put it this way, you can actually just go and tell her now that he's trying to have sex with you. But I mean, if, if you did that, then for sure you guys wouldn't have a relationship, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, what a, yeah, what a dick. Okay, that's it. Those are all the questions that we got this week, right? Uh, yeah, there was one more. I, I already answered it via... Uh, Why are response. your videos on YouTube only previews? Preview. Um, um, yeah, I, re I had responded that, yes, uh, so. to that. Um, so, obviously, we shifted a couple months ago. We shifted to Patreon, and if you're watching this, you'll be first person to be watching it, you know. And we appreciate the support. It means a lot to us. And it helps us grow, helps us create more content by you being a Patreon member. Um, and so the clips that you see on YouTube are highlights of ep of new episodes that so you can get a little bit of an idea of it. If you want to watch a full episode early, right when it comes out, obviously you'll have to be on Patreon. Five dollars a month, it's nothing. It's it's just it helps us grow the show and continue the show. Um, however, moving forward. Our older episodes that are many months old, we will be uh, made available on Patreon uh, on on YouTube, so you can watch it. Yes, they're older, but if you want to have access to them when they come out, obviously you'll have to be a Patreon member. 
but uh, we do want to give uh, uh, you know new followers and people who may not even follow us a chance to kind of get an idea of who we are and get access to the the older episodes as well. So they will be on YouTube. So stay tuned. There's a lot of new things that are coming out. And so uh, we're not done with YouTube just yet. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you for the question submitted uh, this week. Uh, we will be launching these very soon. With that being said, you yeah. guys are the best. Thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate you guys. Ciao. Peace.